Hello, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Crash, the Culture and Technology Show, episode 237, recorded on Saturday the 9th of December 2019 at 23.18 and 42 seconds. Yes, as promised, here's the extra show, and we are back to doing Who? Old Who? I watched it on my Raspberry Pi, plugged into my TV a few days ago. So you see, I'm making good, (laughs) finally, on doing extra topic-specific shows. So, yeah, it does look like 52 shows this year. Come on! I've got a few to make up, actually. But hopefully that will happen. And today we are going back to doing that Vintage Stop 2 marathon (laughs) that I called the... Well, it was a really long name, but it included the word mammoth. And the idea was that I watch the remaining shows that I hadn't watched yet, which was years of old Who, in one go and then talk about them. Sense prevailed, which means I'm still alive, because if I tried that, I would have almost certainly have killed over. But now I'm doing something more reasonable. I'm watching... Old Who, where I left off, but spreading it out a little and enjoying it. And the Doctor Who adventure that we're talking about today, or tonight rather, is Terror of the Autons from 1971. This starred John Pertwee as the Third Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant, the Doctor's companion, her first outing, actually, as the Doctor's companion. Nicholas Courtney as Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart. And Richard Franklin as Captain Mike Yates, who I will later refer to as Captain What's-His-Face. <laughs> it was directed by Barry Letts. The writer was Robert Holmes. And this was the first story of Season 8, and the first Doctor Who for 1971. There were 25-minute episodes, and was first broadcast on Saturday the 2nd of January to the 23rd of January 1971. First, and most importantly, let's talk about Roger Caesar Marius Bernard de Delgado Torres Castillo Roberto. Well, he was born in Whitechapel to Belgian and Spanish parents. After school and university, the London School of Economics, the army, and a considerable number of screen roles, usually villainous, he made his debut as the master in this first episode of Terror of the Autons. And I've got a little interesting aside here. 
which is really going out to my dad, although I'm not saying it might not be relevant to anyone else, but this is very, very specific. Dad, if you're listening, or more likely mum, my mum listens to all my podcasts, I know, please tell dad about this. Roger Delgado, the master, was a major in dad's old regiment, the Royal Signals. I'm sure that will really interest dad. (laughs) You may have to remind him who the master is, but we'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, yeah, Roger Delgado, he is the first and arguably the best master. The master is a renegade time lord from Gallifrey. He's got the dark, severe looks, the widow's peak, the goatee beard, black clothes, black leather gloves, Nero jacket, and the air of either an academic who is secretly a Satanist or a stage magician. The latter resemblance is used to comic effect when a minor character comments on his theatrical appearance. (laughs) It's one of those bits of dialogue that you don't really expect. The master's being all sinister, and the other guy just mistakes him for a stage magician. (laughs) Ah. Anyway, it is partly because of Roger Delgado's portrayal of the master character, but also slightly Bollywood superstar Amita Bachan, that I actually used to own a Nehru jacket, and I even wore it occasionally. It may also be partially responsible for my penchant for black leather gloves, but the goatee, yes, I had a goatee too for too many years. But that was also influenced by Anthony Ainley's master. Here's the guy who later took over playing the master a few years after Roger Delgado's death. And Robin Hood, as realised by the Garth newspaper comic strip in the Daily Mirror, was also responsible for my goatee beard. So if anyone was wondering why that ridiculous facial fuzz was there for so long, now you know. Also introduced in the first episode of this adventure was John Pertwee's third Doctor's second assistant, that's a lot of numbers, Joe Grant, played by Katie Manning. She replaced Carolyn John's Liz Shaw, who bowed out in Inferno, which was the last story that we talked about in episode 206 of this podcast. And that was back in March last year. It's been that long. And that particular adventure, Inferno, was the last story of the year. And as far as I can remember, Liz doesn't officially leave. She is just replaced by the Joe Grant character a year later. Joe is a young unit agent with connections in high places whom the brigadier assigns to the doctor. 
The Brigadier does this because he knows the Doctor better than the Doctor knows himself, with the knowledge that the Doctor's ego demands flattery, rather than actual scientific knowledge. Because the Doctor says, I need a scientist, I don't need some, you know... Well, it doesn't say pretty thing, but you get the idea. It turns out, though, that young Joe isn't just a pretty face and is actually useful. Though she does seem to have to put up with a bit of awful 1970s male condescension, particularly from unit captain What's-His-Face. <laughs> there you are, What's-His-Face. Anyway, I haven't even told you what any of this is about yet. So we'll do the nutshell thing. In a nutshell, the Master steals a Nestine crystal, uses a radio telescope to boost its signal, then takes over a plastics factory to build an army of humanoid android hosts, the Autons, for the Nestine. Of course, the Master loses and legs it after his fiendish plan goes wrong and is left stranded on Earth, just like the Doctor, to thus become a recurring villain. <laughs> yeah. It's quite funny, the bit where he runs away. He runs away, drives off in a van and abandons the van. And the Nestines, who are they? They do appear in New Who, but let's go back to when they appear in Old Who. Remember the first of John Pertwee's adventures, The Spearhead from Space, in 1970? We did talk about that. That's where they were introduced and have since made their way into the Doctor Who canon. Oh, and by the way, you should go back and listen to podcast... 177 from May 2017, in which I sang the praises of that first exquisitely filmed story. What else can I tell you about this first adventure featuring the Master? Ah, yeah, you know, the funniest moment is again down to John Pertwee's comedy acting background as he extracts maximum mirth when he is attacked by a, dramatic pause, telephone. Let me repeat, he is attacked by a telephone. And there are, again, very definite echoes of his comedic acting, which I think featured tentacles in his first outing as the Doctor. Yeah. I'm starting to remember why I like John Pertwee. Because John Pertwee is my doctor. Although, as I've said before, my favourite doctor is Tom Baker, but I think that's probably everyone's favourite doctor. And let me think, is there anything else I need to talk about that particular adventure? Hmm. I think I've pretty much covered it. How did I get Amitabh Bachchan into this podcast? Ah, not sure. But it was worth it. 
Okay. That is it. Please tune in to the next podcast, which should be tomorrow. And it's just the regular matter with generally me moaning about something or other. Though I'll try to be a bit more positive, though that might turn out to be a little difficult as I am currently sipping the last of my sickness Lucasade. Hmm. Lucasade. Ah, yeah. Great drink. Terrible for the teeth. Always brush your teeth if you're drinking the traditional sugary stuff. That is probably no good for you at all. But it certainly does make you feel better. All that sugar, caffeine, and weird artificial colouring. Hmm. Ah, yeah. So, I suppose I'd better get on with editing... Or sleeping and then editing this podcast and then doing another one tomorrow. This show is produced and presented and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. You can find me at RoyMartha.com, R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com, and you can contact me by emailing Roy.Martha at gmail.com. If you'd like to help the show, please review the show in iTunes. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. You were listening to Crash, the Culture and Technology Show, episode 237, recorded on Saturday the 9th of February 2019, and the time at the end of the show is 23.37 and 24 seconds. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!